0: having you leave 30 to 90% of your sales through speaking, conversations, connections, it's costing you 30 to 90% of your sales and therefore your impact. So that's what we're gonna get into today. We're gonna show you how to rise from maybe being an entrepreneur, being a speaker who's kind of gotten some things started to Tracy, I want you to say it. We're taking people from I'm doing it to
1: what is truly possible in you to that next level that you didn't even realize existed, no matter where you are, no matter how amazing you are, there is still more. That's where we're taking them. Welcome to Captivate The Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome, everyone. I'm so happy to have you with me today, as always. And I've got a super special, great episode for you today. Today, I have a unique doing something a little bit different. Sarah Connell is with me and we're just having a conversation. She's doing a little bit of interviewing me. I'm doing a little bit of interviewing her. And we have an incredible conversation around the power of voice and how critical it is to use our voice for the biggest impact possible. And that, in this moment, in this conversation, is around standing on stages. I'm overjoyed to be collaborating with Sarah on a very unique project. There's really nothing out there like this. Sarah and I are bringing our 50 years of doing work in this industry. Sarah has stood on many, many stages, made over a million dollars speaking from stages. She's done a TED Talk. She's put together an incredible framework that will help you write your million-dollar talk, and that is literally what we're calling this free training that we're doing coming up on February 7th, million-dollar talk. She's going to tell you how to do it, and I'm going to tell you how to bring it to life. It is Equal part strategy, equal part structure, equal parts how you captivate the room, which is really important. It's really important for me to be collaborating with and bringing people on the show that can deliver. And I don't know of anyone that delivers more than Sarah Connell. I've had the opportunity to work with her as a student. I've had the opportunity to work with her as a coach. She is my book coach. Maybe you know that I'm writing the book, Psychology of the Voice. It's going to be coming out this year. She's extraordinary. And I had her on the show several months back. We talked about her work. We talked about how she got into her work. We talked about her story. A huge part of her story is standing on stages. She's always standing on stages. And maybe you don't want to stand on a stage, but you are literally using your voice. You're doing presentations. You're doing virtual talks. Everybody is speaking on stages in one way or another. I want you to definitely join us for this free training on February 7th. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Just click that link and we'll get you registered. It's going to be an incredible training and it's going to be an incredible collaboration. What the two of us have planned is going to absolutely blow you away. So I definitely want you to reserve your spot now. Now, Sarah has been doing this work for many years. She's a New York Times bestselling author, multiple times over. She has been seen in major publications, stood on major stages. She was on the Oprah Winfrey show with one of her books, Bringing in Finn. She runs a group. This is the group that I'm in, Thought Leader Academy, where she really, it's amazing the results that she gets for people she really is able to help people write their books, help people write their talks, help people stand on stages. I think you're going to absolutely love this conversation. And because it is not just me asking the questions, she's asking a lot of questions as well. I think you're going to learn some things about my process, my methodology, the depth of the research, and the depth of the work, and why that matters so much right now, the depth of the work, which it does, I think you might hear some things you've never heard me talk about before on this show. All right, I know you're going to love this conversation. Let's head over to the show and get started.
0: Well, hello, I'm Sarah Cannell, host of The Rise here with the incredible and amazing Tracy Goodwin, founder of The Psychology of Voice and Captivate The Room. We are, as you can tell, doing it a little differently today. Tracy and I are going to interview each other in real time, We're going to have a conversation and we got so excited about this conversation, we decided we need to bring you into it. So both of our audiences here, we're coming together to bring you a very special edition of these podcasts because there's something that's not being addressed in the world of business, thought leadership, entrepreneurship. That is, we truly believe in research is proving having you leave 30 to 90% of your sales through speaking, conversations, connections, 30, it's costing you 30 to 90% of your sales and therefore your impact. So that's what we're going to get into today. We're going to show you how to rise from maybe being an entrepreneur, being a speaker who's kind of gotten some things started to, Tracy, I want you to say it. We're taking people from I'm doing it to
1: what is truly possible in you to that next level that you didn't even realize existed, no matter where you are, no matter how amazing you are, there is still more. That's where we're taking them.
0: And I know that you all listening to this don't just want to cross the bucket list. Oh, I went and gave a talk. You want to make a difference. You want to transform, but when you want to be, and this is what Tracy really helps us do become mesmerizing. Because when you're mesmerizing, your audience gets transformed. They're hanging on every word. They're leaning in like, who wants this? If we were in a room and said, you know, who wants to be confident and mesmerizing and have your highest and 30 to 90% more conversions when you speak virtually, live, one-on-one to thousand people, keep listening. That's what we're getting into today. But Tracy, I think people might not know both of us. So I would love you to share with our listeners the work that you do, because there's no one in the world who does what you do. And it's what has made working with you one of the greatest gifts of my professional life so far, and it keeps getting better. So would you share with everybody a little bit about what you do?
1: Yes, and I'm so happy to be here and having this conversation with you. And I'm so excited about our combined goals around making people mesmerizing. And recently I was called, and I think this is so perfect about the work that I do. Recently, I was called an auditory magician. And that really sums up what I do. What I do is approach the voice from the inside out, meaning your voice from the inside out, all the things that are limiting you internally that are creating sounds the size of a grain of sand that are costing you in the subconscious of your listener, of your buyer. It's the psychology of the voice. So it's very much about... How do you want to be received? Are you ultimately showing up to that level vocally? And is your buyer, is your listener, is that what they're hearing, making them want to go, I have to have this, I have to work with you. So it's sound from the inside out is really what it is, Sarah.
0: (laughs) And Tracy, you've been studying this for how many years? Because I know it's a long time and I want people to really understand the depth of the research that we're bringing you. And Tracy and I are actually going to be doing a training with our clients. And you you guys can come if you want to as well, because we really want to bring this out of theory and into your lives. So in this year, in this next 12 months, you're going to be able to action what we're talking about. But Tracy, how long have you been working on this?
1: So I've been in this work for over 35 years now. And very early on in this work... I started doing research. Mm -hmm. I am a voice researcher at heart. Yes, I'm an auditory magician and I coach voices around the world of all walks of life. But everything that I talk about, everything that I teach is quantifiable through data collection and research. And I probably have over 30 research studies around the nuances of the voice, around how I can tell you that you're leaving 30 to 90% of your revenue behind All these things came out of a fascination and an obsession with the voice that now is quantifiable.
0: And Tracy, because I'm obsessed with origin stories, and I like to, you know, when I coach people to write books we start with or write a great talk, you know, that origin story. I remember hearing a speaker once say, if a person comes in to lead a movement, to be an industry leader, they usually don't come into an environment where that particular topic is all solved and perfect. So just could you give some context for people? Did you come into a family that was like, oh, we love you. We want to hear you, you know, celebrating your voice. Obviously, I'm leading the witness here because I know a little about your story, but (laughs) could give people like a just a really quick minute of your origin, because Like a superhero, you know, Batman's parents are, you know, killed behind the movie theater and he grows up to be the fighter of crime. You know, what was it in your imprinting and your childhood that potentially led you to do this?
1: Well, the irony is not lost on me that I was raised in a family where I wasn't allowed to speak. And it was an extreme version of what many people are familiar with. Children are to be seen and not heard. But there was no expression allowed of thoughts, ideas, feelings, emotions. And that really, what came first, the chicken or the egg, I'm not sure, but that allowed me the opportunity to learn to navigate the silence and learn to navigate sound on an entirely different level and I didn't know that was going to be my superpower mm-hmm. but now that is what I bring to the table for speakers and coaches and entrepreneurs around the world is we're really looking at microscopic sounds that are costing you and I never would have thought it people will often say how did you get into this work and I say kicking and screaming yeah. because for me that was imposter syndrome I didn't see it as a superpower, Mm -hmm. but it absolutely was. It was the greatest gift.
0: I love this because again, those of us that did come into a challenging environment and then have the transmutation, the alchemy experience that happens where it becomes the calling, the superpower, the movement we're here to lead. And I certainly know and feel that in your story. And what I want people to get as we move into the deeper what of this conversation is when I first heard you speak, Tracy, you talked about that. Our audiences, whether we host a podcast, whether we speak on a stage, we guest speak in someone's mastermind, we do a video online, write a book, the subconscious is seeking sounds. This is something you taught me. Mm -hmm. And so what you and I know share is a real passion this year in particular that so many times people go for speaking trainings. Look, I've invested in tons of them before I met you. And it was a lot about presentation, right? Presentation Mm -hmm. style, your pacing, you know, I teach people the arc, the frameworks that how to be compelling the power of story on the subconscious mind. Like those, you know, are either areas I've done deep, you know, decades of research and work on, but I never understood that we can, think we're conveying a certain message. We can think we're being inviting. We can think we're being empowered. And if our people sitting there listening don't hear their sound, mm-hmm. they're going home. Yeah. You know, they're turning push button, next episode, swipe left, whatever it is. They're not coming on for the rest of the ride. And this is why it is so crucial that we wanted you all to have this information now and why Tracy and me training in this, like live in workshops, because Until you do this piece, you can present and have a great framework and have amazing thought leadership. But ultimately, all that is being left behind because your person doesn't hear their sound. Yeah. And
1: you know, Sarah, I want to talk about the nuances of that in relation to the work that you do. But I would love, I mean, I love your origin story and I would love to hear you tell that. And how did you go from the origin story? To knowing that you wanted to stand on stages around the world. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well again, the story of my family was, you're too much. You're too sensitive. Mm. You're too dramatic. You have too many feelings, similar to it was just, and it was too much for my mother. It's like the piece that never got conveyed was you're too much for me. Or mm-hmm. for us. So I just heard, you're too much to the mm-hmm. point that even in school, I had teachers say things like, you know, we've heard from you. I was kind of like Hermione Granger and Harry Potter, like, oh, you know, and other kids would be like, whatever. And I was like, oh, you know, and I had all this passion, all this enthusiasm, all this intensity. And, you know, some people don't like it. And I was mm-hmm. around a lot of those people in authority positions. So there was a squashing mm-hmm. that happened very early on that somehow like my passion, my ideas, my enthusiasm were repellent. You know, Mm -hmm. they, they, they were not welcome. And also, you know, really like offensive to people, honestly. And it created a huge, like deep ravine of shame and pain inside me of, you know, realizing if I sort of share what's bubbling up, it, it upsets people, right? It's not wanted. And So that's a real setup. If then you've got a person with a calling, right, to go stand on a stage or write books, like it's a whole, you know, a thing that a lot of us work through, right? That's a real journey to go on. So what happened is I kept having these dreams and desires to share, to ideate, to, you know, communicate in these different ways and do theater and write stories. And I kept reenacting that childhood essentially, like with teachers or, you know, in other contexts, I'm not allowed, you know, special people, talented people, loved people. Really loved people do those things. And you better just go be in a cave somewhere. So I went to a university and read other people's books. And I took a job in advertising, which was a very shadow creative kind of job. And some of you, you know, listening know this story that it was in the middle of the Me Too, height of the Me Too era. And I just had an experience of three years of pretty much daily sexual assault, harassment, just, just, it was a nightmare, Mm. honestly. And I've shared this with you, Tracy. I felt every day when mm-hmm. I walked in that office building that I was dying. Mm-hmm. Just, just I could feel it. It mm-hmm. was, it was taking the life out mm-hmm. of me a little bit each day. And what happened, right? That any good story, somebody thinking from a story framework for you know writing or you know speaking. And then what happened, right? That's the fun part of a story, right? I was in an airport, Boston to Chicago, flying back, and my flight was being called, and I, I saw a bookstore. And I'd always want to be a writer. That's what mm. I wanted. And I just saw, I saw the bookstore and I thought like that was church, you know, it was sanctuary. And I ran in there, you know, the flight final passenger call, you know, down the corner. <laughs> I just grabbed a book randomly. And I share about this a lot that I call it the book that saved my life. Mm. And it was a book called Holy Hunger, Margaret Bullitt Jonas, and not a famous woman a human who thought she was too old and waited too long and all the things that we all think. And she wrote this book anyway. And because she wrote it, I just, I had this awakening Mm -hmm. and I left the job. I was like, even if I end up on the street, it's going to be better than this. Mm-hmm. I had that moment. And I thought, even if I fail and no one ever reads a thing I write and I never get on stage and share my stories, at least I'll know I tried, right? That's kind of the moment that I had. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of kicked it all off. Because when you feel like you have nothing to, at that point, when you've made it, when you've made it okay that that you could completely fail, you know, you have this rock bottom. It's like, and you just get down to the business of the craft. Yeah. And then I've dedicated myself to that ever since. And I said, I'll devote the rest of my life to paying that gift forward. That woman that wrote that book that happened to be in that airport when I was really spiraling into a very life-threatening place, uh, mentally and physically, I said, I'm going to just devote the rest of my, I will write whatever I can. And then once I did that and that, you know, took off and I'm like choking myself on this thing, Um, when that took off and... That took me to you know Oprah and the New York Times and all these very exciting things. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to spend all my waking hours at this point helping other leaders that know they need to get their story out there. And yeah. that's what brought you and I together. Yeah. Yeah. And at some point in there,
1: you started speaking on stages. It started with writing and then you started speaking on
0: stages and you were great on stage.
1: Yeah. And, and ended
0: then- up loving it. Have it yeah. evolved, like, yeah. you know, thinking, you know, most people, I have a sister who's a doctor and she truly gives her such anxiety if she has to present a paper or something at a conference. And to me, that's like a fun, like, yeah. ex- you know, it's like, oh, but I got to get over the thing of no one wants to hear you, who would want to, you know, Tracy, you hear this from, from people all the time who would want to hear me speak. And what happened, the reason the speaking happened and why we build it into Thought Leader Academy is because if you write a book and throw it up on Amazon, The sad truth is no one's going to read that book. It's the same if you go speak to two people, it's a good start, right? But what you and I are trying to help people do is is about impact and it's about legacy. And so what I realized is if I want to share about writing and helping people write and you know, because I finally learned how to get an agent get published and all the stuff that's so overwhelming to people when they want to do a book, I realized I need to go out and share about this. And speaking was the most... Authentic. I picked places that I had passion for, organizations that I loved, and I just would participate in their events. I would support them. I'd bring people and then I would develop a relationship and say, hey, you know, I talk about the mental game for writers. I coach people on book and then eventually started getting invitations and now speak every week somewhere, usually. So Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think I think you've created such a good framework around creating the talk. And you had said something earlier about, there's a lot of people out there that are teaching you certain things, but you've got to have a powerful framework. You've got to have a powerful strategy. Well, is it kind of like, and I I want you to talk about this, but is it kind of like you're baking an amazingly delicious cake and I'm coming in and decorating it?
0: I love that. (laughs) Is that, Is that kind of... And and I think you're also infusing it. You know how like certain cooking now and gastrostaries like infused with like like you can inject They I feel like it's because yeah. there's internal too. I think it's both and you know, I think there's yeah. an internal and then a polishing. And mm-hmm. and what we want everyone because again, our commitment in these shows, you know, at The Rise and in Tracy's work and Captivate the Room and Psychology the Voice. This is about your rise. Like, I'm guessing a lot of you, we're guessing, we're making an assumption, so let us know. But we're making an assumption a lot of you have spoken somewhere. Mm -hmm. You've probably gone online and, you know, presented something, you've done a webinar, you've done a masterclass, you've gone and we're a guest speaker at someone's group. But the real pain that happens for so many of us is you're doing that and nothing happened. Mm -hmm right? Nothing. I, I went out and spoke. I had a client last week. She's on fire, powerful, passionate, mission-driven, amazing thought leader. And I was talking to her about speaking and she said, you know, I've done it. I've done it. It doesn't work. And I said, well, how many mm-hmm. have you done? Three. <laughs> she She'd spoken, you know, three times, right? Yeah. Recently. And and I'm not laughing. I'm laughing because she's me, you know, like it's, it's totally the same thing. I've done that with writing, I've done it, speaking, but the, it doesn't work. I think Tracy is because the subconscious sounds are not happening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. probably not having a great because i you know we teach a whole high converting framework you've got to do things you've got to seed it yeah. and that's what you know those of you that work with us in the workshop and the master class we have coming up on february 7th like we're going to get into this and show all the pieces because mm-hmm. it's too much to cover here but tracy i think what's happening for people is they don't have a framework that is built to let people know that they need to work with them from the content side right they're also not hitting it. Can you talk more about the sounds? Like, because I just, this blows my mind.
1: Yeah. And I think that's exactly right. I do think you have to have the right framework and you're talking in a language that you have certainly taught me to understand because I came to the table going, okay, what do you mean seed the thing? That's so critical, but it doesn't stop there. And that's what has, that was really the catalyst for my initial conversation with you about this creation was Okay, that's awesome. And we 100% need that. But how are you being processed in the subconscious of your listener? The research study that you mentioned earlier actually came out of my desire to understand why casting directors cast who they cast. Because if you've ever auditioned for anything, and I'm not in that world anymore, and I did this study 30 years ago, you walk in that room and everybody looks the same. And of course, I wanted to see, I thought voice played a huge part in it. Well, what came out of that was actually a study among entrepreneurs where what I discovered in that study was, yes, your ideal client is seeking an entire buffet of sounds that are actually in you in a seventh layer, but they can't get out. And all of this is going down subconsciously. So I come and hear you talk and I go, great. Okay, great. uh, That was nice. And I check my phone and I walk out. That's not what we're chasing here. What we're chasing here is they're about to climb off of their chair because they've heard all their sounds and they have to work with you. They have to book you before they leave the building. My goal, Sarah, when I work with people, is that before they walk off the stage, half the room is going, could I talk to you for just a minute? Because I need to bring you into my team. I need to bring you into my company. I need to bring you on my show. I have 7 million downloads. Of my, you know, whatever it is. And that is voice. That is all the sounds that we've forgotten about after we've done all the other work. And it's not a tactical fit. And this is, it's not, I can't say to you, slow down. Okay, speak louder, Sarah. We've got to dive into, and I say, Sarah, any of the listeners, we've got to dive into the why behind it, or your insecurities and wounds will play out on that stage, even with the most brilliant talk you've ever written.
0: It's so true, Tracy. And I want everyone, because this can sound very theoretical and our minds might be like, well, what do you mean by, so let me give an example. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell Tracy, what I discovered in doing this work with you and, Mm -hmm. and what some of our clients have discovered as they continue working with us. So a lot of times we get up on a stage and because of, like you said, wounds or, you know, fears, we think there's only a certain way we should show up. So people tend to have, you know, like I, the way I see it is, you know, people kind of have, maybe they really have mastered teacher mode
1: Mm -hmm. or
0: expert voice, Mm -hmm. or maybe they're more of like a humor kind of person. So they've mastered the kind of Mm self-depreciating thing. Mm -hmm. which is all wonderful. Authority voice is great. Expert voice is great. Humor is great. But if that's the one note, anyone's going to fatigue hearing one note, right? Like we just Mm -hmm. all do as human beings. And maybe that authority voice feels too perfect or feels too cold or feels Mm -hmm. too removed for them to feel like I feel safe or excited or, you know, Mm -hmm. like relevant working here. So when people are listening, I want to just kind of play around with, this isn't remotely the depth of what Tracy can do with you when you're working one-on-one, but what you're helping people do in their rise from, okay, I've given a talk and it didn't work, or I have a few people sign up with me, but not like people running to the back of the room where can I sign up for this program or, you know, inundating your social media, which is what standing ovation at the end. Right. When you guys listening want that, we've got to let go of the fear of letting out, you know, Tracy, you call them ugly sounds and a range of notes. So you worked on with me bringing in sarcasm
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I'm always being really nice. Like I want mm-hmm. I want people to like me. I want the audience to like, right. I was in like rah-rah mm-hmm. Promoter mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And you helped me see like, not about lowering my voice and getting real that you hear that everywhere. Look, you guys yeah. can get on any podcast yeah. you can get that anywhere. What we're talking about here is where you are allowing a level of vulnerability Mm -hmm. It takes an incredible amount of courage, but that will ultimately blow the heart open of anyone Mm -hmm. that listens to you because they see that you can be, that you've got a sarcastic side, you've got this, and it's not about manipulation from giving them what they need. It's actually about bringing out the real you.
1: Absolutely. And that was beautifully explained. And I want to sum it up from the research side, which is. The data that I'm seeing right now, and I did some pretty extensive research last year on no like, and trust. Mm. I've never seen data that I'm seeing right now. And I have been tracking one thing for three years. The paradigm has shifted. I could say 10 years ago, 20 years ago, your voice is important. I was into all of this then. But now I've got to get a little intense around this because the data is showing us that people, well, What got us here will not get us there because, and you said this, Sarah, I wanna put it in research status, People are seeking connection and authenticity on a level we have never seen before. So what you're talking about when I get on stage and I have my beautiful professional voice, well, all of a sudden this should probably feel real different because you're no longer invited in. Now, I might sound beautiful, but you're not getting near me because I put the bulletproof glass up and you can't get in. That's not going to work anymore. And then we can look at authenticity and we can be telling an origin story or we can tell, be talking about I'm so frustrated when XYZ happened. And I will see people. I was so frustrated when XYZ. It's like saying, so excited to be here with you today, Sarah. Yeah, really sounds like it. Those sounds cannot be played until we unravel some things. And those things that we unravel are blocking the connection. If people cannot connect with you, they are not going to jump off their seat. The attention span of the human brain now, according to data, is four seconds. Mm -hmm. Four seconds. Let that sink in. So even if you are very successful on the stage and you are doing a talk that you have done many times, we have a problem. Mm -hmm. Because there is this slight disconnect that can be happening. And if I cannot connect with you, I will not listen to you. My brain will go seek movement. And there is no movement in your voice. First, if I don't connect with you, but second,
0: if you don't play all your notes, I'm wondering if you. Are, I wish we were in the room together. So come on February seventh because oh, we're gonna we're gonna do this training actually as a gift. We're not even charging for yeah. this master class because we want to go into a real interactive experience with you all on this. So you can really and Tracy will do some demos and I'll do some demos on the what Tracy's talking about, the true neuroscience of storytelling and like what someone needs from the content perspective to feel seen and heard and connected with you. And then from the voice perspective, that's what we're about. Because Tracy, as you said before, it was like a nice to have, you know, if you Mm -hmm. you really got into this work, it was like, it would make you great instead of good, which is Mm -hmm. some of you would be motivated by that alone. Now it's the difference between literally the nothing happened. Mm -hmm. People four seconds in are going to look at their phone, they're going to daydream, they're going to think about their grocery list, they're going to because they're not hearing and no one has time they don't have the attention span. The number one resource in 2024, the human resource, it's been in the past year's time, it's been money, it's been energy. Right now, the new data coming out, it is attention. Mm -hmm. And you've got four seconds. Yeah to get and keep their attention. So to us now, the reason we're teaming up this year is because it's no longer a peak performance, nice to have good to great. This is your legacy on the line. Mm-hmm. This is your ability to impact people. And by the way, you know, create your income, right? We're mm-hmm. coaching seven figures, you know, people going from six to seven figures as entrepreneurs and beyond. With this work, you've taken, you, Tracy, you've coached, you know, United Airlines, you've coached eight figure entrepreneurs, seven figure mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. You've you've coached the whole spectrum of people and as have I. So this is not a luxury, a cool niche, like extra mm-hmm. special little back pocket. If you want to make an impact and make the income you want, your content must do this. Yeah. Well,
1: sound, sounds in your voice, even, even in seven figure, eight figure, nine figure entrepreneurs that are already successful, but across the board, There are sounds in your voice that, according to my research, leaving at best, if you are totally crushing it, you're still leaving 30% of your revenue behind. And I'm talking about not the people that aren't your people. I'm talking about the people that desperately want to be your people, 30 to 90%. And honestly, Sarah, I think too, I think this is even bigger than the stage You know, I was teaching a class the other day and the mesmerizing word came up and they said, this is mesmerizing. I want you to be able to talk that way at the grocery store. Wherever you go, these pieces that we're teaching, both you and I, yes, they're absolutely for the stage, any stage, anywhere, any audience, but I
0: think they're for life too. I do too. One of the greatest pains in our society right now, and I've read a lot about this as well, people do not feel seen. They don't feel seen and heard. One of the greatest gifts we can give as a leader is Mm -hmm. to see and hear our people. Yeah, Tracy, you're helping us be heard on the subconscious and Mm -hmm. conscious level. And then I'm making sure what's heard is the stuff that's going to help them understand, oh, you've got my solution and I can trust you. I get the stakes and all that. Before we get, you know, recap and everything, can you give an example, Tracy, of either someone you've worked with or like maybe a famous person that, you know, people might know, like a famous thought leader who speaks a lot or something. Is there an example of someone like... You could imagine a sound that's not coming through yet. That w- you were even talking about, Chris Voss. we were—if anyone's read the book, "Split the Difference," never split the difference. Mm-hmm. And Chris Voss was a you know terrorist negotiator, and and he uses the you know five a.m. radio voice, and he talks about voices, but he wasn't going to the depth that you do. Is there just like can we play for a minute and just think of like what's something where someone is effectively using a certain sound that's getting them that percentage. I want to give people one more like example where they can start to picture this. So I want you all to be thinking, yeah, I really show up a lot in teacher voice or yeah. What do you think? So I want to give an example and I'm
1: I'm actually not going to give the person's name on this example, if that's okay, Sarah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. And And I can pick another one where I can give the name, but I'm thinking there's one that's really rising to the top here in my mind eight-figure entrepreneur, I believe, and doing well, doing really well. And I noticed something that was happening vocally in the first one minute or less. This is how microscopic we're getting. One minute or less, the first minute, there was something that was really happy to be here. I'm really happy to be here. And that was not in alignment with the sound. I can hear the seventh layer, I can hear your real voice. I can hear all the layers of sound that are in the way. And in my head, I was going, okay, wait a minute. That's not who she is. That isn't, uh, something's very off there. Made that adjustment, got her in alignment with her real voice of how she was going to welcome us to the training. Yeah. Changed the retention.
0: What was the new sound, Tracy? So if she was coming in with, I'm going to call that enthusiasm, right? I'm really happy to be here. Again, Valley. What was actually her true self wanting? Yes.
1: Yeah. So she was coming in with, hey, welcome everybody. I'm so happy to have you all here. This is great. I love it that you're here. And it kept going. And I said, okay, there may be a moment of you in that, but it's got to be your true excitement. So it went from, hey, everybody, welcome, welcome. Hey, come on in, everybody. Let me know who you are. Went from that to welcome, everybody. I am so happy that you are here. I just cannot wait to spend the next three days with you. And we are really going to change the game for you. Mm. That's still excitement. It was her version of excitement versus, well, the world said I have to be this. I'm not in alignment with that, but I guess that's what I have to do. Yes. And that's what we do. We look outside of ourselves and we say, okay, that guy's successful and he talks really fast. So I'm going to do my trainings really fast. And now I'll probably be successful too, because I'm going to talk really fast. And the brain of your audience is going, I have no idea what they're talking about. I'm going to check Facebook. Yes. And I then love it's over.
0: I love because look, people stayed on because they felt her, yes. her Right. And yes. so that's what we all get to get over this year and beyond is any derivative stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I was trained as a you know writer and academia and masters and all that. Yeah. There's a poetry voice. And you guys have all mm-hmm. heard. you ever gone to mm-hmm. a poetry and watch mm-hmm. one. They say, My father, when I was five, walked into the kitchen and slammed down the glass. Yeah. And like, it's a joke in the literary community because it's poetry voice. And then everyone though thinks if you're going to do a poetry yeah. read, that you need to do that voice. Cause that's what you're yeah. supposed to do. Meanwhile, like that's not, I saw someone come out, I saw a poet at a conference I was speaking and he came out and basically did a stand up routine of his poetry. People erupted. The room was packed, standing room. People couldn't wait to get into his next session because he was bringing a different note. Yeah. His, his note. Yeah. Was, yeah. I don't take this shit so seriously, you know. Like I'm yeah. just riff, and he was doing poetry in his notes, yeah, in his thing. And you know, one you got for me out of the way was I was going into apology in making an invitation. It was a really big deal and I want you guys to hear. So we talk about on this show, I'm going to promise you to get, you know, what are you going to, we're going to recap what you go to go from here to here. And I'll tell you that getting rid of Tracy, all the voice masks, right? I had this mm-hmm. massive apology because I didn't want to take, I was too much as a kid. So I didn't want to mm-hmm. take up too much time. I didn't want to make an offer and make anyone uncomfortable. There was this apology. Well, that's very repellent. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be invited? Oh, would you, you know, you could maybe come to my party. I don't know. I mean, that's, it's like a horrible energy to make an invitation. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't get out of it. I was, yeah. It was happening on the unconscious level. I couldn't get out of it. And when that got removed, you guys, I went in an event from, you know, industry standard conversions, you know, like 10, 20%, whatever, to 78%. I mean, yeah. I had people call me after and say, did anyone, like there were people who weren't even at the event that were like signing up for because the apology yeah. was removed. And then, Tracy, you helped me again, sarcasm, Yeah. Huge You know, I would go into meditation voice. Yeah. I'm going to do a visualization. Okay. And it was like, all right, let's take a deep breath. And I would go into like meditation voice. Well, actually, you helped me realize like what I was really feeling about the meditation was like a fire. Yeah. Yeah. I would do like, okay, we're going to meditate. I mean, it was like, (laughs) it was like a very unexpected note, right? You're like, that's not what I, and there's a lean in, right? Because people Mm -hmm. hear their sound. Mm -hmm. maybe they're irreverent. And again, this is this beautiful match of when your authenticity meets their authenticity. And then we know we're meant to work together.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I love that story. And and what I hear you saying, which has tripled many people's conversions and revenue is they start working from their vocal superpower instead of burying it. You've heard of burying the lead in sales. Well, people are burying their strength being what they think they have to be, like meditation boys. I guess I have to have the meditation book. No, you don't. Right. No, you don't. Because if you're whoever you really are, I mean, I love your vocal superpower of sarcasm because I'm <laughs> sarcastic too. And my brain is processing, okay, cool. You can be yourself around Sarah. She's not going to go, well, you're kind of sarcastic. No, because we've made an emotional connection there. It's bigger. It's about bigger. And I think that maybe you're seeing this, Sarah, and I know the name of this show is Rise. I am seeing in all my people, in everywhere I turn, people are being called to rise this year like I have never seen
0: in my 35-year career. Are you seeing the
1: same thing? I'm seeing it,
0: which is why I think I was prompted to, you know, make that the theme and focus. And what bugged me so much in so many, I mean, not to anyone's fault, but I would crave like understanding, like, I want to see behind the curtain and under the hood Mm -hmm. because some, you know, people like someone would come on a podcast and go, oh, you know, I, I, I used to, you know, sell from the stage and nothing was really happening. And then I just, you know, I, I, people say it's all about reps, just Mm -hmm. do more reps. Mm -hmm. That's a popular thing. Just people, you know, people say, just keep writing. I disagree with that. I think reps yeah. are really important. I'm all about doing the reps and practice, but until you have the strategy and the skill to repeat, it is a wasted effort. You may as well go watch Netflix. Just forget it, because and and it breaks my heart. Like because people go, oh, I just kept writing. Well, until you know the craft, yeah. you know the sounds. Yep. So it's like, that's why you and I are so on fire about doing the, actually in a training, not just having a conversation, but actually you know doing this work yeah. with you guys this year because it is so, cr- I mean, it, it, this is, again, it's now, It's we've said this earlier and to recap, this is not a luxury anymore. It is an absolute necessity to rise internally for you and then to help your people rise. And I think the reason we're being called is because there's been such a down pull politically, health with the pandemic and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff. There's been such a pull, like down on people that it's created a contraction and a fear. And so mm-hmm. the gift and opportunity You've, those of you, listen, you guys who are listening are about legacy leading, you're movement leaders. You're about being the real deal. And in order to do that, we got to remove these masks, mm-hmm. got to bring in the real sounds so that they connect with your audience's real sounds. And then shoot what is the content, the storytelling and the frameworks and the seating so that someone both understands from a content perspective and a sound perspective that you're their person.
1: Yeah. Well, and they have to have that messaging piece, too, that you teach. The words are crucial. Yeah. I, you know, I, I used to say the words are everything and they are nothing if you don't have the right voice with them. Mm-hmm. And that's where really the analogy of the cake and the icing came from. And I think those frameworks are crucial. Finding literally, and this just came into my head, you're helping find their voice. I'm helping find their voice. But it has to be their voice. And I cannot stress it enough right now, what I'm seeing. And I know you're seeing it too, Sarah. Not that online is gone. Not that at all. But people are signing up to, I want to go live. I want to go see that event. I want to travel to that event. I don't want a single person to miss this opportunity because I think the hottest thing going right now, the most critical hot thing going standing on stages, even if it's a virtual stage, this is it. Time's up. It's go time.
0: Let's go. Are you guys feeling this? I hope you guys listening as Tracy and I are here, you know, we're feeling the rise to in-person and virtual really, and, and we want you to make the impact And have those conversions and that income to come from this, right? It's so important that you you. It's right here for you, right? There is Mm -hmm. we don't have to like search for the antidote, right? We know what it is, but it's not business as usual. It's not what we learned in all the other classes and books and things we read anymore. That's not what people need. We've got to work on the conscious and the subconscious level with the words and the sounds. And Tracy, I think always of Mark Twain saying that the difference between a fine word, you know, a good word, and the right word. And I'm going to say word and sound in the context of because we have the yin and yang of this so the difference between a a good sound and word and the right sound Mm -hmm. and word he says is the difference between a lightning bug those cute little bugs we see on summer nights and lightning yeah yeah and you all listening are here to be the lightning yeah you're here to freaking light up that room split open the sky wake people up and get them into their rise. So what we hope that you come away with today is that the rise we're talking about here from, you know, I've spoken and it didn't work, or I've spoken some places and it's okay, to you truly being an Mm industry-leading, mesmerizing, Mm -hmm. captivating, game-world-changing thought leader is in the right sound with the right word. Yeah. That's it. And so on February 7th, we're training this in a live online masterclass. We'll put the links here with the shows so that you can make sure to join us. If you do anything for yourself this year, this is what we are inviting you to do.
1: And Sarah, can I be so bold as to say
0: nobody's doing anything like this? Well, I mean, we've we've taken them all. Like Tracy and I, your <laughs> research, participated in, or collaborated on. You know, pretty much anybody. You know, at least that we can we know of, right? And Tracy, I think part of it is people don't know about the sound piece. Yeah, the vocal. totally. That's that's, that's, that's that's what I mean. That's
1: like a fraction. Of that's what I mean.
0: And pairing the sound and word, because mm-hmm. I've researched the neuroscience and the storytelling and the actual like, mm-hmm. words piece, and you're researching the sounds, it's just not something that's in any program. So yeah, I do think, I mean, as far as we know, because we've really scoured the globe trying to see yeah. just so that we can be part of the rise together with anyone else doing this, but I haven't seen anything that's pairing these two bodies of work.
1: Well, I think it's the neuroscience piece. You incorporate a lot of neuroscience. In the framework and the things that you're going to be teaching on the seventh and the work that you do in Thought Leader Academy. And this work is all neuroscience. Of course. Yeah. So I think that's different. I think that's unique. I think it's extraordinarily special. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you guys get in on this with us, okay? We want to be that rising tide raising all ships with you. And what's going to be so exciting? I think we should do it as an experiment. When you join us on the seventh, let's track it this year. Really track mm-hmm. your numbers. Like I consciously mm-hmm. track from before I learned mm-hmm. psychology, the voice with you, Tracy, and yeah. before I learned the neuroscience of the talk and book frameworks that we developed. I know what the numbers are, and I know what our clients' numbers are because I have them track. But let's expand the circle, those of you listening, mm-hmm. so that we can really you prove it to yourself. This. Is is all research-based right let's Mm -hmm. prove to ourselves so that we can empower others to understand that because people also like the pain of not being seen and heard in these audiences the pain of going to yet another event and walking away going well that was interesting not for me yeah oh that was good that that hurts Mm -hmm. yeah it feels bad And so to me, this is like you said, so much more than about speaking and writing. It's like, this is the healing of a pain in our world where people, Mm -hmm. by partners, by children, by society do not feel seen and heard.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's big. It's, it's really, really big and will change your life. Yeah. Not just on stage. Mm
0: -mm. Yeah. It's going to heal from the inside out, right? So so I feel like I want a theme song right now. <laughs> we no what song we need. We're going to think of a great song. I know, I know. Tracy, I'm so grateful that we got to bring this together in a conversation yeah. because we've been having a very passionate conversation back and forth and it was bubbling over. And then as mm-hmm. I mentioned, you know, just to our clients that we're doing this and they're excited. And I'm just so grateful that all of you who are listening get to be part of this. And I can't wait to see you in February so that we can like Tracy's going to demo, you know, you're going to demo for people a little oh, yeah. bit like really a real examples of when someone's got a mask or when there's a note that's not being Mm -hmm. heard and we're going to actually workshop what it takes to be that truly great industry leading speaker. Yeah, Yeah.
1: I don't want a single person to miss it. I think it's going to be an absolute blast and such an eye opener and a game changer to walk out of there and know from your first word, your first brilliant word, you will be mesmerizing.
0: Yes. All right. Well, we'll see you all there. Thank you for joining us for this very special, unusual and fabulously fun episode of this combo podcast. And thanks for playing with us in the new format and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at captivatetheroom.com
1: and be sure to grab the voice formula a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes.